Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Tuesday show. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hopefully you're doing outstanding. I don't know about you guys, but this whole weather, I get I'm in California and I get that the weather's mild compared to everyone else, but man, these long are these short days and just dark and gloomy. What a pain. How was it in your area? You, you experiencing that same thing? I like, I mean, I basically like that like that weather but it's hard to get, it's hard to get up when it's really dark but besides that welcome to the break the cycle with dsd show podcast i'm your host Dwayne, not a therapist basically peer support helping you get your life back figure out tips and techniques to deal with your situation to minimize the damage of a toxic ex which is no small feat to be sure Remember that only a licensed professional can diagnose an individual with a personality disorder. Be careful throwing the terms around because it'll quickly be turned against you, at least typically. Don't squander your credibility like that. Keep focused on uh, patterns of behavior and uh, let them expose themselves. If you like what's going on here and you want to help keep the lights on and, and the internet running and the phone lines open, you can do that by becoming a channel member. It's the best $1.99 you've ever spent. You get custom badges, custom emojis, name listed in the credits, access to member-only events, and access to a section of the Discord. The majority of it's pub are not public, but is uh, available to anybody who at least validates that uh, they belong there. But then there's an area specifically for the members. So... If you want to get a text notification when the show goes live, you can text DSD Live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012. There's been a, I think we're up to like 30 people who, have, who are doing that. So glad that's a, a valuable feature. So speaking of phone lines, the phone lines will be open today. You can call in and ask your questions or participate in the show at one 373 5483 or 1424-DSD-LIVE. I would say that there's a web interface, but for whatever reason, every lately, every time someone tries to use it, it doesn't work well. I don't know if it's an internet problem or latency or whatever the deal is, but uh, it's there. Uh, the last time I tested it, it it worked. But then again, I'm in the U.S. and the one person or the, the people that seem to be trying to use it are in India and it just doesn't work. So I apologize. But here's here's what I want to say. If you are that person who's trying to participate in the show, and it's, I, I think it's the same person. If, uh, I don't know if you can leave a message. I don't know. You can't, you can't call into the show when the show's offline to leave a message. However, on my website, let me, let me pull this up. Let me try to pull this up. Uh, if you go to, oh, I'm, I didn't realize I was had that on. If you go to the website and you go to, um, well, it's like right over here on the corner there's a, an icon or, or a tab or whatever to send a message. If you scroll down a little bit more, you can record a message. I think you can only record like maybe maybe three minutes, might be less. I'll tell you what, if you're, if you're having a tr trouble getting into the show, or you're nervous about getting into the show, and you, but you still want to participate, do that. I can play the message and then answer the topic on air. And uh, that way, for the folks that seem to be having a problem, 
uh, or if the, whatever, it's another option to try to, uh, to, to make all of this work. So anyways, hopefully you guys are doing all right this morning. Got a handful of people here. Oh, I guess I should move my little switcher box, <clears throat> excuse me, into place. So, oh, Bears asked a question. I'll just jump into this real quick. It says, yeah, I can't get into the members only Discord. Uh, I've connected to YouTube, but I don't have that group. You have to make sure that when you connect it to YouTube, you um, see, I'm trying to think if I could show that. I, I don't know if I could show that without doxing myself or someone else. So I'll, I'll look at that if I can find a better way to do it. It's not the easiest thing, but you, you, what you would have to make sure is that you do it on the right account. Like a lot of people have created, followed, uh, I've in the past I used to talk about creating other accounts so that you can maintain your privacy. So like for instance, if I would have connected the wrong account to my discord, then it wouldn't even see the channel. So it's possible that it's, if you've connected, if you've gone through the steps that you probably just have not, you haven't, haven't connected the right one. And then sometimes when I first did it, if you've had it connected for a long time, I had to turn it, I had to disconnect it and reconnect it. Cause initially I couldn't get the channel membership things to work, but that's a different, different topic altogether. But what I do want to do is yesterday we had a question that I didn't that I didn't get a chance to go to, so I'm going to try to to cover that now. And it was from whoops, wrong button. If if it was from if it was from if I would push the right button, it was from Marcus, and it says, "What can we do if it's three days before Christmas and the ex says our kids has a fever, symptoms requiring uh, required to isolate." Very good chance that it would not be true, just a trick so that we can't see our kids during Christmas. And there's probably a lot of you that are, I've already experienced this, probably experienced it through the other holidays, are experiencing it just because they can. My recommendation on this is you want to document it. You want to say, oh, that's horrible. When are you going, you know, tell me as soon as you know the test results, please send them to me. And what I would recommend you do is whatever you have set up to, to do for Christmas is you leave it set up and celebrate Christmas when the kids finally get over there. Now, I could see how triggering that probably could be, and it would be. I mean, I'm not going to downplay that. But at the same time, remember that's exactly what they're trying. They're trying to destroy the holiday for you. They're trying to screw with your head, get you upset, get you angry. That's the game that these people play. Just take a deep breath. And say, okay, you know, it, it, when the doors are closed and no one's around, you can say, okay, beep, 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 beep. I've done that my fair share of time. Fair share of times. Got to be honest. I can't say time. 
there was more than one time that I got pretty, pretty irritated. And then just make it whenever the kids come over, you know, I mean, obviously if, uh, and I would say, let, let's say it turns into this really extended period. If they really try to whatever, and you don't want to mess with it. In other words, what I mean is let's say like right now I have my tree up. I have a pretty simple tree. Now. I mean, it, it doesn't look simple. Debbie picked it up for me a couple of years ago because uh, my other Charlie Bound tree finally broke. <laughs> Anyways, and uh, if you leave, leave it up if you can. If it's annoying, you know, like that constant reminder early bothers you, put the stuff away. And then when the kids come back, say, you know what? We're having Christmas in January, hopefully January, you know, or whatever it is. If your ex is able to play a game and uh, deny access for an extended period of time, then as soon as you have time, I would say, okay, guys, you know, we're going to set the tree up. And if you have them overnight, you, uh, you play Christmas. Or if it's only a few hours that you get to see them, you set it up, you know, and just have it when they're there. So, I mean, here's the deal. You have to work around and minimize and mitigate whatever your ex, the other parent, is trying to do. You can let them suck you into their vortex of chaos, which helps nobody, especially you, or you find ways to mitigate it. I mean, it's it's not easy to do. You know, I, I'm, I'm throwing this out here, and, and I'll tell you that in the beginning parts of this, everything annoyed the crap out of me. And it was just frustrating that I was having to deal with it. And I tried all the stuff that you guys are either in the process of trying or you've already tried. Such as writing those long emails telling them why they're wrong, why what they're doing is bad for the kids begging them to stop, begging them to, to try to do something different, using logic, using emotions, giving them the power of no, being able to say no any chance that they want. You, you have to change your perspective and the way you approach it. If you don't, you will drive yourself insane. And, you know, you just, you just realize that there's other ways to make memories. There's ways to, to try to undo what they're doing. Anyways, so I hope that was helpful. What was that? Marcus, I hope that was helpful, Marcus. Uh, hopefully you're seeing this now. Um, if not, I'll have to find a way to, uh, if, I don't know if I saw Marcus pop up. And Marcus, if you're here, say hello so I know you got it. Otherwise, I'll have to find one of your com comments and just link to it so you can see it. Scottzilla says, acceptance, perseverance, and perspective go a long way. Scottzilla, it is the key. It's the, it's the key to getting through this. And it's hard, right? Acceptance is super tough to accept that this crap show is, is your life right now. 
perseverance is just, it's hard to just basically just plug away, plug, plug away every day. But perspective, I think, is really the key part of it, right? And you can't, you can't, really, you can't get to the perspective part until you've dealt with your acceptance and you have the perseverance. And then your perspective starts to change. And this is, honestly, guys, I'll tell you, the, the biggest part about this is perspective. It's, it's understanding, effectively, it's understanding your enemy, understanding what makes them tick, and then the flip side to it is believing that your kid is still there, that they are a victim of all this. When I say there, I mean emotionally there. I did finally yesterday, I'm going to jump into a different topic. I, I, I have had on my list to watch a racing family, racing families, racing family for a while. And I saw a note the other day that said uh, it's on uh, Tubi and, and or Amazon. So I did my little Apple TV thingy and I said, you know, read out, spoke out, spoke out the name and pulled it up. And I, I, got, a, I got a chance to watch that. And that, was, that was a tough thing to watch. You know, I mean, I do this channel. I uh, go through, not go through a lot of this, but I mean, I talk a lot with you guys, but but uh, they did, or she did, a, an outstanding job on that on that documentary, and it was like a gut punch. But what I thought was interesting is that she was able to. I'm talking when I say she, I'm talking about uh, Ginger Gentle. And let me see if I can. I'm assuming most of you guys know what uh, what documentary I'm talking about. Is everybody is everybody familiar with that? Let me see if I can. Uh, Pull it up real quick. I'll go to be racing family. Oh, well, I'll do this one because I know I looked at it the other day and hopefully it doesn't play. So I'm, we're talking about this, this, uh, documentary right here. Um, it looks like I can't really bring up the, oh, okay. So there's the, 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 the art of it. Young adults of divorced parents fight to reunite their families after being ripped apart by a punitive legal system dedicated by profit motive. And as all we know, as all of us know, we, uh, I mean, because we're living this, we understand this. John says, uh, DSD, your race family is rough. I watched it and couldn't wait for it to be over. <laughs> it's tough. It took, I, I, uh, I mean, I, I've seen, okay. So let me just throw it out there. If you guys are really emotionally vulnerable, don't watch the movie. Don't watch it yet. Wait till later because it, it really deep dives into just, I mean, parents that have been erased and it goes into the effects on the, on the kids, on how hard it is for them whenever their sibling is gone. And you know what I think for one thing for like for me is I mean that's what happened to me. I mean shortly after the divorce my brother went with my dad, I stayed with my mom and I effectively lost my brother. And you know, I didn't recognize it at the time. I just like, well, that's just it is what it is. But I mean, we went to different I mean, we had totally different lives. 
you know, the first nine years of our life, we were together. And shortly after there, we were together for a while, and then it just kind of got progressively worse. So... Uh, DeFi Dad says, DSD, I'd really like to get to that perspective and belief in and for myself and others too. Yeah, the key part of that is just, it just, guys, here's the other thing. And when I say guys, I know it's not all guys on the channel. Folks, the thing is, is that it takes time to process and do all this. It's really annoying. I mean, it should be. I mean, it should be one of those things where we have the epiphany moment and everything falls into place. We realize that we're dealing with somebody who's really toxic that probably has some mental problems. They even talk about that in the thing. And, you know, there's a couple people in the documentary, a couple people they interviewed um, said basically that, uh, I can't remember who, which one it was, but, but I remember one of the quotes was something along the lines of, if you're in family court, at least some one person has a has a mental problem. It might be the parents, one or both of the parents, or the attorneys. And uh, it's pretty messed up. Neighbor eight one eight says my narc has basically erased me from from night to morning. I think what you're saying. I'm assuming what you're saying is is like the switch flipped. And you just were a non-person immediately. The thing is, you have to have contact. Or the way you defend against this is not giving up on, on the kids and trying to have some type of contact. I mean, we were talking to the person the other day, right? The caller and, uh, Who's, who's living this right now? And she was talking about how her daughter came over finally after, I mean, having to go to court to force some type of visitation. And the key point of what she said yesterday, and if you didn't hear it, I would encourage you to check out yesterday's show. The key point is if in that time that you have your child, they relax enough to kind of become the kid that you remember, then you're then you're doing okay. The alien it hasn't completely taken effect. Now, if you remember in that story, started out rough, ended rough, but there was a period of time in there where it went okay. And then we had the other caller, I think it was Will, who is like, I don't get it. I have my kids for all week, and and uh, I'm still dealing with this Groundhog Day. And then come to find out, he's got that mid dinner visit, and the kids are constantly talking with the other parent on a their electronics, you know, I mean, so you also have to understand that the kids are just being tortured on this and their loyalties are being stretched. The best thing we can do is, in my opinion, is make it as safe as possible and let them know that, Hey, you know, you don't have to hate your other parent while you're here. You know, you, you care, like in my situation, you care about your mom, you know, um, and it's hard to do, right? Cause whenever you have somebody who is actively, fighting against you, doing everything in their power to try to, to cause chaos and destruction in your life. It's hard to be like that. Now, I'm not saying tell the kids, oh, your mom's the greatest, like in my situation, oh, she's the greatest mom ever. 
I'm not saying that. Just don't invite, just let them know that they can feel what they want. I actually, I had a something similar to this with my youngest. There was something I think, I think we were frustrated with her sister or something. Not her, it wasn't about her mom. And, and she was like, she said something. And I'm like, look, you know, you don't have to repair it, whatever I say. And, uh, you know, if you, it's like, if you feel that way, if you genuinely feel some way, that's fine. But, but don't, you know, you, you, you never have to try to tell me what you think I want to hear. You're your own person and I'm okay with that. Maybe your opinions different. Our opinions differ on a few things, but, um, you know, and I think it was like an aha moment. I mean, when I said that, it was just like, Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we, we just got to give them a spot to where they don't feel like they're being ripped apart and then understand that the reality is, is the second they walk back into, you know, count chaos or castle chaos, maybe that's what I should have said, that um, they're going to go back in defensive mode because you know that that's not the, what's happening at the other place. That's why Groundhog Day or understanding that's super important because then, the, then you can not take it as personally whenever you're dealing with those transition times and uh, give things, give them time to, to just kind of calm down and realize that, that, uh, you know, the other, realize that the other parent is not going to be standing over their shoulder trying to watch stuff. The other thing I'd just like to say on this, if you're dealing with somebody who's super toxic, don't also take the opportunity to tell the other person how wonderful things were. Oh, we had a great time. We made cookies. We did this. We did that. Just don't antagonize the situation. What's going to end up happening is they're going to get grilled on whatever happened anyways. And the kids are going to quickly put together that if like, oh, if I go to one parent and then go back to the toxic parent, if I say anything like, oh, it was fun. It was great. We had the best time ever. Mommy or daddy did this and that, and it was awesome. I was so glad to see them. I mean, we'd hope that they would say that. And sometimes they do, especially the younger ones, because they don't get it. Like when I mean, like if you're talking about like a six-year-old. But quickly they will learn that uh, that just causes problems. And they'll start saying or telling the other parent what they want to hear. So, anyways... Oh, I didn't see that. HC9 said, uh, or I mean, I didn't see the show. HC9 says, uh, yesterday, Dad Talk Today had a really great live show about divorce court. Yeah, I saw the thumbnail on that, but I didn't get to watch it. Al uh, Alex, sorry. Eric is trying to pivot his, uh, his channel. Well, I say channel because I'm more YouTube-centric than Facebook. Uh, he's, he's trying to pivot his audience more towards YouTube because I think he's starting to realize that Facebook is a very tough platform. And although you can get a big audience, they, it's, it's an ebb and flow thing. And I've read too many stories and watched. I mean, I do a lot of research on the back end on, on, this, on how to do channels and stuff. And one of the reoccurring themes I've seen from people who's built, who've built businesses around Facebook is overnight 
they can change a policy and your entire business can crash or they'll change the rules and whatever you're doing is no longer valid. And I mean, he's got a pretty big audience over on Facebook, but now it's just, it doesn't get recommended. It doesn't, you know, he's not getting the engagement. So, uh, plus there's ways to, to monetize YouTube. You know, I mean, he's doing it. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Alex, Eric, and uh, well, let me, okay. So if you guys don't know who I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everybody knows what I'm talking about, but let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see if I can get my mouse to work here. So let me, uh, so what we're talking about here is if we go to dad talk today, and this is the video that HC nine was talking about. And this is the channel. You can see the subscriber base is low. So you can look at it and go, wow, that's a really small channel. Well, He's got a really big following on, on Facebook, but he's trying to pivot to, uh, to YouTube. So, whoops, that's not, this guy's kind of, I actually like this guy, Graham Stephan. Had nothing to do with what we're doing. It's about, it's a finance channel. Um, but anyway, so, uh, but that's who I'm talking about. So he's trying to, to kind of like hit, not hit the reset, but he's trying to get more people over, over towards YouTube. That's the weird part about, I, you know, what's weird. I, Cause sometimes, you know, I mean, I look at it like my, my, my performance goes up and down and the reality is, is it's all audience based. You know, I mean, it's like, if people like the content, they're going to come and find it. I mean, I watch a couple of big YouTubers and the guy's always like, Oh, I'm going to get banned anytime. You know, you don't get to see my videos and you know, but the guy's getting millions of views, right? I mean, you know, and I mean, and he always is showing up in, in my, my news feed. And, uh, I mean, I think the reality is, is, I mean, it's like even, well, okay, getting on channels, it's like even this channel. For whatever reason, I have a small, you know, group of, of you guys who, who read this mes message, if I could say that correctly, resonates with you. And then I'm, for whatever reason, it's not a, doesn't not applicable to other people, <laughs> which is good, I guess. I don't want everyone in the world to be to be in this in this situation. I don't know if I'd wish this on my worst enemy. This is horrible. Let's see. Oh, what did, I'm gonna see if I can find this. I like this comment. Um, DC says giving kids the assurance that they can be themselves is something our exes will never do. That is absolutely true. Oh, this one. Neighbor 818 goes into a little more detail. It says, I, I've tried. I, I, I'm not sure what the conversation was, but I get the, I, the idea behind it. But the narc ex acts like I never even happened. I get no messages. There's no co-parenting. I, if I don't ask about our child, I wouldn't hear anything. Dude, this was the toughest thing that I went through because it was like, I mean, two decades of being with somebody and it was like overnight, it was like I was obliterated off the planet. It was like I was a non-human. I remember saying to people, it's like, oh my God, she would be, she gives more compassion to a homeless person or someone she's never met as opposed to, to me. And uh, I mean, it's crazy. And it screws with your head because it makes no sense. Because you don't, you just, it's like, how do you, you know, how does that happen? 
God, there was a song about, I can't remember what that song was. There was a song where, I think that was a part of the, the chorus about the never existing or like they never happened before. Oh, I can see the music video, but I can't remember remember the song name. But see, and that's the other thing is, is that, you know, people try to think that this, this is, uh, this is new and it's really not. I mean, this stuff has been going on for a long time. Family court and its mechanisms have been just catastrophic in making it worse. But uh, I think this stuff has been been happening for a long time. GA says, DST, really hard this time of year, second Christmas without daughter. Also, ex-NARC has new partner, but I know it's the love bombing stage and won't last. Feel sorry for the, for the guy. You know, what's weird is whenever we realize how much of a lie it is, the relationship, and how much of a, of a game, it's really tough because, you know, I mean, I, I, I've, I've said the same thing whenever uh, the, the kids would tell me a little bit about the latest boyfriend or the old one. I don't think she has one right now, or at least that or their, or, you know, whatever. But I mean, when I was hearing what was going on, I mean, I'm like, oh, I know what this dude's going through and I know where he's at emotionally wasn't a good spot. And it's, they just, they they live in chaos. Let's see. Oh, cool. John says, I saw the live show with Eric. He did a good job. Eric's, Eric's doing good stuff. And he's got the benefit that his, well, benefit and, and a stressor that his channel, I say channel, but his platform is uh is his 100% job that's his that's his full gig and you know that's and I mean I'm not I'll just throw this out here I mean because I know everyone has problems but he's self-funded that thus far he took the whenever he got laid off he took the money from uh from that and just shoved it right into to doing this channel are doing his, you know, the dad talk today. And, you know, he's, he's got to figure a way to monetize it and bring in some money so that he can keep the lights on. I mean, the same thing with me, right? I mean, I, I have to balance my real job with this to, uh, to keep things going. And if it ever came down to it, to where, you know, money got, or was, you know, I'm trying to think how to say it. I mean, if it, if it was like, Oh crap, if I don't find another way to make money fast, I'm going to get kicked out on the street. Well then, you know, you do what you do. And this thing, to be honest, my, my channel would not even pay my rent for one for a month. So, um, <clears throat> I guess that's my way of saying, if you like dad talk today, then, then, uh, consider supporting and supporting what he's got going on over there. Oh, this is interesting. Dana, welcome to the show, Dana, says, uh, 
DST, my kids have been showing up to my house telling made-up stories their mother has told them about the past when they were younger, when we raised them together. Do I correct the kids or not? Yeah, I w- you need to correct them, but you need to do it in, in a positive way. And I've ha- honestly, I've had that exact same issue where uh, it's just, it, it's weird. It's like they'll go, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, no, that's not the way that happened. This is what happened. Oh, okay. So, but I would try to do it, maybe maybe leave out the what thing, but just try to be as, as upbeat as possible about it. And uh, just go, oh, really? What, you know, I mean, the, the more appropriate way would be to like, huh, what's the story? Well, actually, you know, my, my recollection, it was this, you know, and just kind of make it as positive as possible. See, here's the thing. A lot of times kids are going to bring stuff up like that because they're confused. Probably in their own mind, they don't necessarily believe it. And they want to see what you have to say. I mean, think about it. They're not saying it because they're thinking they're going to make you mad. They're probably saying it to see what your reaction is going to be. And if, um, and if you say, oh, yeah, that's exactly how it happened. Yeah, whenever, whenever you were younger, I took great pride in just beating and spanking you and just being punitive. Oh, man, the good old days. Sure wish we were back there. I mean, it's just weird. It's, it's funny because normally, and I'll say this, Dana, and I'm, if I'm saying your name wrong, I apologize. Uh, what I think, uh, so I was looking at what you also said, and he goes, I feel like she's doing this to try to insert herself into my new relationship. Oh, I, it's, it's just to create chaos. It's to create chaos and to drive a wedge between you and your you and your kids. It absolutely is. So it's just a matter of uh, saying no, it happened differently and and kind of give give a different opinion. You got to be careful on this, right? Because if you if in my opinion, if you uh, if you validate the story, then if the kids could go along thinking, oh, okay, yeah, that's true. I mean, hey, I had anger issues when I was, when I, you know, early in the relationship. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to lie to the kids and say, oh, no, I never got angry. I never got stressed. And, you know, I say, yeah, I did. It was a very stressful time. And I don't, I do, I, as you can see, I work very hard to keep the chaos out of the house. I don't like it. I don't like screaming and, you know, and, and chaos and, and just, I don't, you know, don't need that. And what's nice is, is that for the most part, I mean, you know, people are people, kids are kids, no matter what age they are. I mean, everyone has their good days and bad days, but, but for the most part, things are pretty calm over here. And then the interesting part is, is then when I hear other stories of what's going on, it's like, oh my God, it's just chaos at the other place. So, but yeah, they're absolutely trying to get you to think about them and to keep them in, in the conversation. Defy uh, Dad says, uh, same thing here. It's so crazy because there's so much more that could be better for the children. That right there. I tell you, I used to have, the, even now, there'll be times where I'll just be like, 
oh my God, why does it have to be like this? You know, why does it have to be this freaking adversarial North and South Korea? I don't even know if that's a good analogy anymore, but that's one I've used throughout my life. Basically a situation where you always have your guard up. You can never trust the other person. That if there is a way for them to make it incredibly complicated that they will. And it's for and you get caught in the mode. It's like, why? For what? But there's nothing that we can do. I mean, we can, there's nothing we can do to change them. All we can do is change us. Going back to to what the I remember who said it earlier. I don't even know if I could find it, but the it's about perspective. It's about uh, acceptance and uh, perseverance. And that's, you know, I mean, it's like, that's what changes. We change, you change. You're going to change on how you deal with it. And it starts to mitigate the effect that the ex has over your situation. So. All right, let me scroll back down and see if uh, okay, I read that one. I'll just read this one because I don't know if I could find it. Oh, that's amazing. When does it ever happen that it just pops up on the screen? Will says, for the people who were the targets, the ones who had the divorce sprung on them, how can we not attempt to erase the X from, how can we not attempt to erase the X from our lives after what they did to break up the family? Well, I mean, I, I think I see what you're saying, Will, because I think it sounds like kind of what you're saying is like, well, you know, like the black hole thinking is like you put it out of your mind. What I'm talking about is the, the difference is, unlike what uh, Neighbor 818 was talking about, is you when the other person pretends you don't even exist, they don't share information, they, it, you know, it's like they, in their mind, you, you just disappeared. It was like, you were never there. It's really tough. And, and I think that's the key on why they make a lot of the decisions they make. Sometimes we think they're making it and doing stuff specifically to hurt us. I think the reality, excuse me, sorry about that. I think the reality is they don't even consider you. They make decisions as if you don't exist which is very hurtful for us because oftentimes it leads to just some very awkward situations. So, I mean, it would be nice. What is it? There's a movie that, that uh, Jim Carrey had done where he, he basically, he breaks up with his girlfriend and they both erase each other's mind and they keep coming back. And, you know, I mean, sometimes I used to think, Oh my God, wouldn't that be nice? If all the pain and everything, and you could just hit a button and it would be gone and you wouldn't have the connection, you wouldn't have the memories, you wouldn't have the feelings toward the person and just, you know, hit the reset button. I mean, I realize that with children, that's not really realistic, but I remember when I watched that movie in the, in the first few years of this in the last nine years, um, yeah, there were, uh, I'm like, man, where do I sign up for that? Uh, 
Debbie tagged a comment that DeFi Dad said, uh, says, that's why I appreciate uh, what you do here. I don't think you truly see the impact so on many people that you and what you do for others. I am one. Uh, I, for one, I'm really, oh, that's, well, thanks for highlighting that, Debbie. I appreciate it. And thanks for saying that, DeFi Dad. I appreciate it. Yeah, sometimes I get caught up in the whole process and it. And, you know, I mean, we are kind of, that's why I, that's why I like the member events. Cause it's cool. I actually get to see you guys. I get to, uh, I mean, it's like a big video conference call that's not recorded. It's not, never will be put on YouTube. It's just for us to hang out and kind of deep dive in, in, in topics that we don't really normally get to chance to do. Plus I get to put a face and a name with people, which is really, I, I, I appreciate that. So anyways, Did I miss a question? Oh no, I just talked back. Oh, I just did that one. Never mind. So I'm scrolling down. Man, it feels like a. I don't know about you guys, but it just it feels calm right now. It's like I sometimes shows have a different feeling to them. This one feels a little little more mellow. I wonder if you guys are you guys feeling that today? Namaste. I always like your your handle. That's awesome. My husband would say things that he claims happened when he was a kid. If it made his mother look bad, she would say that it never happened. Both are narcissists, and I know he was trying to embarrass her. Yeah, I hate my... I mean, and it's just that right there is just an example of more mind games. I tell you, everybody, if you start seeing red flags like that, and especially if you haven't had kids, eject, eject, eject. Grab the ripcord, pull it, and get out of that of that aircraft before it bounces into the ground. Okay, now I get that most people don't deal with military Air Force planes, but uh, you know those aircraft have uh, have eject ejection seats and stuff like that. So I didn't think about that. That maybe not most people understand what that what that analogy is whenever I use it. Yervon says, yeah, but who's causing the anger, stress, and chaos? Well, the other person is. And there's and the, rea the reality is, is there's nothing we can do to stop them. I remember early on talking to some of my ex-in-laws when I was just, and, I, and I, what I was trying to do is like, my God, could somebody break through? Can somebody get her to stop this destruction? So I was trying to find allies. And I remember I remember uh my one of my sister-in-laws or you know I guess my brother-in-law's wife had said to me, "Well, you guys both need to stop doing this." And I'm like, "It's not me." You know, it's like I I can't get through to her to stop this. Well, it's both of you. One of you just needs to take I mean, oh my god, how many how many of you guys have heard this one? Put it in the, give me a thumbs up in the comments. It just takes one to stop being stupid and things will get better. Oh my God, if that was true. But it's not, it's not with these people. It's incredibly frustrating. And people don't understand, they don't get it. All right. 
Oh, look, I have a call. So I'm going to go to this right. Oh, good timing, too. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne. Oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I got a hold of you. I'm the one who called, wrote, uh, called your blood sometimes. I'm saying that my narc got a hold of my my internet and knew that I was looking up narc, you know, got all my yeah. information. And um, so I'm so, I can't, you know, it's very difficult for me to like videos and stuff because, I mean, not only does he monitor my internet, we have cameras in the house and everything. So I'm at work right now. But um, I just wanted to call in because I, I caught, I'm at work right now, but I caught at the tail end of, um, you know, with the kids and they don't understand that this is affecting the kids besides other issues. Well, Friday night, um, my husband um, wanted to have sex and I didn't want to. So he literally kicked me out of the bed. Like he pushed me, pushed me. And then he started kicking me with my, with his feet to get me out of the bed. He's like, get out of the bed, go sleep on the couch. And he just kept going. Most people would say, you should have called the police. You should have. Well, the next day, he was taking my daughter and he did to you know meet with college coaches mm. for soccer if i would have called the police that affects my kids you know you understand i mean thankfully the kids didn't hear they're teenagers yeah. they're upstairs but it's like I, it's not so easy like just call the police because if he would have you know been arrested or what have you then he wouldn't taken taken her to go meet with college coaches, and that affects her. You know what I mean? It sounds twisted. Oh, and it'll be used against you too. I mean, you're right. I mean, then it'll be yes. you know it, you'll yes. you'll be definitely painted the bad guy. Yes. So, I mean, yes. you you know what? You bring up a really good point because people will tell you it's easy for people to be armchair quarterbacks, right? Oh, you need to have done this. Yeah. And it's like everything has a lot more nuances now. Now I'm saying if he was beating you, and you know, I mean, you're in. You know what I mean? If it's like you do need to protect yourself and there's a time you need to do it. But but I mean, even with what you're saying, you know, there's a yeah. it, I could see how that could easily be spun to make it look really bad on you. Right. Uh, and right. I, and we have three kids right now. Yeah. Well, they're all teenagers and one's been in college and then two are right behind. Them. If I file for a divorce right now, mom took all your college money for a divorce. Yeah. I mean, that's what it will. I mean. Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, is I'm, I'm yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's, it's again. I mean, we talk about this a lot. It, you, what you're talking about are those, all, those double binds. It's like every decision is bad. Right. Staying is bad. Leaving is bad. You know, leaving. And I mean, like, let's say you left and you're like, okay, look, I'm not touching the money, which is probably not realistic, but let's say hypothetically it is that doesn't prevent him from still saying that uh, you destroyed the family and you know, you're the one who caused all these problems. And, but I mean, right. but you, but I will say this though, you have to, you have to make decisions that at least are good for your own sanity. And it sounds like probably what I'm thinking you're saying is you have a plan to once the kids are all done, you're done. Right. I mean, it's like, okay, get the kids yes. out. Oh, They're in yeah. school. The so yeah. Yes. One, one that we get the last foot hits that floor in college with three. Oh my God! I got my I got a book. <laughs> I got the Laura Tranza book, <laughs> How to Get Out with Saving Your Sanity, Your Kid, yeah. whatever. I got it today. My friend ordered it for me. Oh my God! I'm doing a plan. <laughs> I've been doing a plan for ten years, but 
Yeah. I'm not, I'm not growing old with this person. And, and now granted 90% of the time his abuse is emotional and verbal, but this was, you know, a rare, but real instance. But. Well, and I just would say, I mean, if it's escalating, I mean, you got, I mean, you know, you do have to be, you do have to be careful and, you know, I mean, and just pay, I guess, pay attention. Right. I mean, don't, I guess what I'm saying is, is, you know, don't, you know, don't orchestrate, not, not orchestra, but, but I mean like, like blow it out of proportion just for effect. Uh, however, right. I mean like, cause I guess what I'm saying, what I'm visualizing is, is I can, you know, with what you said and just, you know, uh, that it wasn't, I mean, cause I can remember times where my ex would do stuff like that to me, you know, and whatever, where it's kind of like play and it'd be easy. What I'm saying is it'd be super easy to say, what are you talking about? You know, what, what? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, oh, of course. I mean, and I'm sure that you've gone through that. I mean, you've been through the gaslighting. Oh, that's not what happened. We were just playing around and, you know, and, and she said no. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I was I just kind of kicking her out of the bed like, well, if you're not going to do that, you know, I mean, just turn it around. And, right. and but, I, what, but I also want to say is I'm not downplaying it, right? I mean, I'm not saying that that any type of physical abuse is, is appropriate because it's not. But you do have to be, you know, I mean, you have to be realistic about what you're dealing yeah. with, too. So... And I know this is hard for you to well, talk about, on, you know. Well, I told him on Saturday, kind of quiet. I was like, if you ever do that again, I will call the police. I mean, and he, you know, what, what, what? I mean, yeah. oh, my God. I literally was physically, like, kicked out of And, um, I mean, he's on a school board for crying out loud. I mean, it's just like, oh, my God. You have so much to, I don't know. It's just, Urgh. No, it's frustrating. I mean, it's and it's. Yeah. You know, emotional abu- abuse is, I mean, emotional abuse is serious because it wears you down. It, yeah. it, it starts hurting your own self-esteem and, uh, and it's, it's unseen, you know, I mean, it's not, I mean, physical yeah. abuse, I mean, I'm not saying physical abuse is easy cause it's not, but it's, it's, it's easier whenever you're in, in, when you're trying to make sense of it and, and you walk in and someone goes, holy right. crap, what happened to your face or what happened to your, you know, wh- what's on right. your arm? You know, and you know right. what I mean? It's like th- then people see it and they're like, oh, holy crap, you need to get out, which is, I mean, you know, I'm sure that's what your friends know that you're in a bad situation. And when you say that, they're like, oh my God, you should have right. called the police. And right. anyways, I just, I, I definitely right. empathize with the, with the complexities of your situation because that's just, it's crazy making every day is just chaos and stress and anxiety. Right. Yeah. I actually, I ruined my teeth. From grinding them so much, even with it, I mean, I, I'm like, I know. I mean, I've been married 21 years. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a long. That's it's like me. Is, 21 you know, years is a long time. Videos. Well, I hope yeah, that was helpful. A lot of YouTube therapy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you, and thank you for understanding because people don't. All right. Thanks for calling. You know, I, I she made that last little point about people not understanding. That is one of those things that will drive you crazy because you look for, you look for validation. You're trying to get, trying to get people to, to see it. And then people don't, I mean, I've even had it where my, even my, my therapist and my kids therapist would give me advice sometimes. I mean, I, I know I've told this story, but I think it follow follow this might illustrate this point. Well, you get these people these professionals, 
and I, and I'll just say my therapist, outstanding. Love that woman. She is incredible. Probably. I mean, I'm so grateful that, uh, you know, God freaking put her in my path or the universe or however you want to say it. Even then, I remember one point her, there was, this is way back when, and, um, this was whenever, you know, the kids were going through the phase, well, mommy wants to do this. So, uh, you can't go, so don't go. Right. And the therapist is like, well, you just go. It's not the kid's choice. I'm like, okay, I, I, I hear it. But what do you do whenever your child is begging you not to go? And you know that it's just creating extra drama, right? I mean, yeah, of course, the right decision is, is I should have went. And it's one of those things where, I mean, I, I, I would say each day that I get farther away from it, it's easier for me to think, well, yeah, I should have just went. I should have just showed up, said, now, honey, you're not in the middle of this. You know, your mom can't control where I go or what I do. Uh, but, I mean, you have to make the best decisions you can at the time. And there were some uh, a handful of events that I chose not to go to. One of them was a sixth grade party for my uh, my middle daughter. My middle daughter it wasn't the party, but it was the 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 Magic Mountain trip or whatever, or Universal Studios. That's what it was. Looking forward to going to that. I'm like, hey, I had to step down from my position so that I could be more of a, you know, because they're trying to say that I I don't you know, whatever. Basically, they're like, well, you can't do this job because you're a single father. And after a year of fighting that, I finally just said, okay, I need to find a place to to land before they before they find a way to, to try to just screw with me because they were already doing that. But anyways, so I was like, you know, Hey, I'm going to go to the, the sixth grade party. I paid f- for my daughter's trip and I'm like, Oh man, I'm going to go. And my middle daughter was all excited. Really? I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, I, I got the stuff. I've already taken the, the, you know, got the TB test or whatever the heck it is. And what happened the, the you know, after she went to her mom's, Oh, mommy wants to go too. Great. We can all go together. I don't care. Not a big deal. And I was serious. And then it was like, well, mommy won't go if you go. I'm like, okay, great. Then you and I'll go. Then it was, you know, and this is over the course of a period of time. So, yeah, I mean, I paid the, the, the big money for her to go. And then there was, you know, my ex dropped the, the half price for her to go. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, I could have gone. I could have done it. I could have pushed it. But then it was like, realistically, it looked like what would happen is, is I would have been, I would have been a chaperone for kids I didn't even know. So not that it was for me to go hang out and, you know, be one of the kids like my ex did, but whatever. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's tough. People don't understand this. People who are disconnected from this can easily say, oh, well, you just need to do this. You just need to do that. Well, I can walk a mile in our shoes and then try to make those decisions. You know, deal with the fact that everything you do is a double bind and the ex is con- constantly trying to set pitfalls and traps to get you to basically, like the last caller. I mean, she mashes the button on that and there's a good possibility, depending on how it plays out, that the ex could turn, or not the husband, but the person could turn the kids and say, you know, your mom destroyed everything. I mean, how often is that? I mean, that happens all the time. Everything would have been fine if it wouldn't have been for your, your mom or your dad doing this or that. Now everything's ruined. Now there's no car. F- well, I mean, I guess as I say this, it's all true in my, my thing. 
Now there's no car fund for you. There's no way to pay for car insurance. You know, there's no way to pay for college. There's, you know, basically everything's gone, you know? I mean, and it's, it's tough, right? I mean, even that it's like, oh, you should never talk about any of that stuff around your kids. But what do you say whenever it's like, okay, I want to go to, I mean, it's kind I'll just finish the thought. What do you say whenever the kids are like, okay, I'm ready to go to college. Well, sorry, sorry, honey. You know, you ever thought about the military? Oh, by the way, the military's other than the military being the military and there is a mission and a job you have to do. There are a lot of benefits to it as well. Helps kids grow up. Um, I mean, depending on, I would not recommend some services, but, uh, you know, and there's a lot of, uh, what am I trying to say? I guess what I'm trying to say is I have a lot of respect for my military experience. It was, uh, it was a good, um, it was a good, good thing for my life. Um, some good parts about it, some bad parts about it, but I don't regret it. First Row Film says, any cool guest scheduled? Have you ever heard of Chump Lady? Nope, I never have. She's got some great tips on dealing with narcissists. No, I'll have to look that up. Debbie, if you could grab that one so I can uh, not miss the bubble on that and look that up later, I'd appreciate it. Uh, I do have, uh, uh, I am trying to, I've reached out to Dr. Romani, which I don't have a lot of, <laughs> we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, and I did actually reach out to the director of the, uh, erasing families documentary. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get her on. Um, I do have, uh, another attorney that, um, found through the channel. They, that's also doing some YouTube stuff that, uh, I'm going to have on later in the month, I think on the 29th. Uh, so, and then I need to try to spend some time if I can today trying to, to set up some other, other, uh, other guests. It's just guys, here's the reality of this. I do this show. I, as soon as it's done, which is going to be in a few minutes, I'm going to immediately go through and do the podcast edit. I write the show notes. I get that done. I publish that. And then I immediately switch hats and I go back into my day job and then I'm doing that. And, you know, I mean, if I get a break in the, in the middle of that to send some emails and do some stuff, I will, or answer some comments but for the most part, um, it's a grind. I mean, it's like I hit the, the ground running and it's, um, it's kind of tough. So um, anyways, let me just see what else we got going on. Cami VS Bug says, anybody check out Better Bachelor's channel? I used it to pump me up sometimes. I actually watch him. I haven't seen a couple. Of you. It's weird. YouTube's weird about the rotation. Um, he's he's kind of like a mild men going their own way thing. I mean, he's not really vitriolic, like, oh, women suck and, you know, they're horrible. And it's like, you know, but he talks about different articles and stuff that's going on. I actually kind of like his channel. And he's huge. I mean, he's like, what, 100, 200,000 subscribers. Um Whoops, whoops, hit the wrong button. Anyways. All right, let me see. <laughs> I wonder if I could find this this one from my tumblers. I like this comment. Uh, oh, come on. Remember earlier whenever I was looking for a comment, it was right in front of my face? That was awesome. All right, I'll just read it. Uh, I tumblers had said, uh, 
Dwayne, have you ever noticed the people that say, quote, it's about the children? It's uh, really never about the children. Oh, my God. I remember my ex saying stuff like that. It's like, well, I've decided for my children, you know, mine, 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 mine. You're killing them. You don't need to be around them. You're, you're just, it's horrible. Well, that's interesting. Volser says, or move the money to a four, uh, 529 plan. Yeah, see, I guess, I guess if you're right, if you were planning it, then the money would have been in there. I don't think most people do that. I, I, we weren't at that point to do that. Um, but uh, anyways, all right. I'm going to scroll back down to the end. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't even paying attention, and we're about out of time. So on that, thank you so much, guys, for hanging out with me today. Kind of lightened my mood up, made my day a little bit better, even though there were some tough calls in there. So be kind to yourself. I'm going to go back to that comment earlier if I can remember the order. It was acceptance, perseverance, and perspective. Give yourself time to go through those stages to get your life back and minimize the impact of your toxic acts. It's it, They're not going to change, but they you can change and you can modify how you deal with that. And I want to thank all the channel members who helped keep this, this, this little project going. Thank you so much for that. Their names are scrolling across the screen right now for the people on the podcast. And I'll be back here tomorrow. So we'll see you then. <laughs>